Attention all filmmakers. You have short films or full features without a district. Come to www.fhffsd.org. That is the fantastic horror film festival. So hurry up. Submit now. The preview you are about to watch is for a movie that is unlike any you have ever seen before. It is for a movie that goes beyond temporary fear to everlasting terror. It is a movie called Demons. Yes, the demons are coming, and they're coming for you. Warning, if you have the courage to see demons, sit near an exit. Otherwise, you might never get out. In your theater, who will survive the touch of the demons, and who will not? Demons. With music by Billy Idol, Motley Crue, The Adventures, Rick Springfield, and Saxon. This is no dream. This is happening right now. And it could be happening to you. Demons. They will make cemeteries their cathedrals. And the cities will be your tombs. Will you survive it? Demons. everyone, this is Gruesome Herzog. My very special guest today is the legend, Bobby Rhodes. You know him from Demons and Demons 2 and many, many other films. Also, my special guest is director Alex Medea Levy. He is so the director of 6 Dana 66 Godina that's in the works for an awesome looking film. Bobby, the first film I want to talk to you about is called Virgin of the Jungle in 1967. Yes, was uh, that um, uh, Virgin of Jungle uh, was one of my first um, appears in a, in a movie, and um, I didn't have I didn't have um, let's say lines in that uh, I was one of these um, uh, aborigin you know was um, in this jungle anyway so. Um, they mentioned, they mentioned because it's a curriculum. And, uh, I saw the film and I recognized myself, but not, not many. <laughs> one, <laughs> one fan told, told me, uh, where, where were you in the, in the, <laughs> where are you, where are you? <laughs> you know, I was one of that, all that, uh, with a, with a long, you know, I had a hair that time. <laughs> it was very good because you know um, I came in Rome, tried to to become an actor, and um, at that time um, they offered me this uh, little role in, uh, in this film, and another one with uh, Lucio Fulci that uh, I had some line, fortunately. Only a couple of minutes in, uh, in that movie, but it was great. So I still, I still have the, um, uh, the tape. And uh, I like it. I have a, you know, it was a, a good to start in some way, you know, for, for every actors. When, when they got the first line, I think it's the, the best uh, things in their, in their life. 
you know, the first time. Another film, you mentioned it, One on Top of the Other in 1969. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 that was the film. On Top of the Other, with Lucio Fulci. Yes, I know, I know, I know the story about this guy, but um, that time for me was, was easy, I don't know. He liked me some way. I was acting naturally, and I didn't have any difficulty in with this with this director. So I heard about you know after years later, I heard that he was terrible on set, this and that, and uh, insulting people. But you know he has a bad temper. Anyway, <laughs> he's a he was a genius anyway. Genius. That's that's why. You know, for me it was easy in some way. I cannot complain. I cannot say no. He, he was different, or you know, was a great. And I discovered I was Lucio Fulci time later, and uh, I'm very happy that you know I'm I've been direct from him, and uh, I can I can see myself in this old um, tape I got. Uh, it's it's good. Now you went from early films to a film in 1979. It's called The Great Alligator. What was your experience like in that? You before uh, that I got uh, this um, uh, role with Sergio Martino in uh, a film called uh, uh, The Fisherman Fisherman Island. And um, WhatsApp, they didn't mention my name, so uh, at the end of the, I was, you know, I was looking the film with my, all my family because, was so, <laughs> you know, uh, you expecting, you know, oh, I done a film, I done, you know, so we 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 got to the cinema and looked the the film. So at the end, I was very disappointed. Don't don't find my name, and I called my agent, so and uh, lawyer, and so I got I got the this other <laughs> this other movie. To you know, to how to say, to give me you know the, the, another another role, and that, that's you know I may I've been in Sri Lanka for that time with Sergio Martini, and uh, I start to appreciate more the director than the first time. Barbara Bach and uh, Mel Ferrer, okay, we get, we I get great um, um, friendship with him that time. And he used to used to eat a lot of avocados in the morning. And um, I even don't don't know what what avocado was because I'm, I was coming from Italy, and uh, <laughs> I didn't appreciate too much the taste of that. now <laughs> now I like it. And uh, but he, he was so pleased every morning to to eat these avocados there. And uh, so the experience was um, we, we became friends you know, with Barbara Bach, and Claudio Cassinelli that was. The, after and he, he died, uh, Sergio Martino, and um, really I, I appreciate the, the 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 way he direct. Uh, if you're gonna see the movie, you, you know the role is is good. My role is good. In some way, I'm pleased uh, to make that movie. Um, it's called Hunter of the Apocalypse. He played a character of Carlos. What's your experience like on? Yeah, the war movie was excited for me. It was because uh, I'm. Uh, I like the action anyway, and uh, what's uh, what's I uh, I was good fan on the, on the for Francis Ford Coppola because I I saw the movie um, uh, Apocalypse Now, and a year later 
So I got this, you know, Vietnam roll, you know, the soldiers and, uh, and stuff there, going in the same place where Francis Ford Coppola was shooting the Philippines. So in the, um, in the hotel, in the hotel, they, you know, they, in my room, there were names of some actors say, I've been here, you know, with the, with the Francis Ford Coppola film. You know, that way. was so pleased, you know, so, so, so good to see something like that. And, uh, we're shooting in the same, in, in the same, uh, location. Uh, it, because that Italian is, uh, they, how do you say, they are, Approfittano. They make the best out of whatever is there already. Ah, we can save money. There were some sort of platform. They're still there. And uh, maybe they show to some tourists going so it to was the, the field. the same set. The same set. There are some, some parts, you know, in the same island, the same wow. place. So, you know, along the, the river. And uh, I was so pleased to, you know, to, to, to get this role of soldier and uh, American soldier in Vietnam. You know, that uh, was was cool for me and great, you know, to, to something like that. That's, you know, I've, I've done my, my best, I think. And also I've, uh, I must to be great to uh, Antonio Margheriti because he was the only one who, told me to shave my, my, you know, to, to become bald and shave my hair because I'm subtle losing my hair. And uh, he gave me this advice and I took it and he created a character of me because with the hair, possible, I, I won't work. I won't, uh, <laughs> it won't work. Create a character. Yeah, you also uh, was in a film in 1980. It's called The Rebel. And you played a character of Jamaica. The rebel, uh, 1980s, the rebel, they, they were, uh, German Italian co-production was, was, uh, shooting in Berlin. And that time, uh, that was before the, uh, before the apocalypse now, anyway, the, the, the last hunter. Because I still had the, the, the hair. I'm starting. <laughs> and I was a sort of, Jamaican giant, you know, who smash with, you know, you know, with the, with the hand, he smash everything, stuff like that, and then uh, against the policeman. Uh, was another great experience. You know, I start to grow in there, and, uh, I start to become also, uh, stuntman, because I had to, um, to falling down myself, you know, I've, I've been helping by, by the, uh, stuntman's director. Uh, so I start to thinking to I can do many other things uh, in in this field, you know. It's only actor I can also do, you know, stunts. And what I did, what I did. Uh, so at the end, I I shoot in three or four, four at least, yeah, stunt, stunt, um, stuntman, uh, stuntman roles, something. Like that. You you can uh, experiment yourself in many other roles, and I'm very pleased. I've done uh, also other, many other films in Italy that, uh, uh, from, from um, comedy, from, you know, oh, many other character, characters anyway. And, um, I'm, I'm pleased, you know, at the end of my career. So I've, I've done a lot of roles anyway. That you have another film that I've never seen. It's called Bomber in 1982. You played a character of Newman. Yes, it was it was another great uh, because there were um, um, 
Can it see Bud, Bud Spencer? Yes, Bud, Bud Spencer, and uh, he was a great man anyway, well known abroad. I don't know in America, but you know he was well known, and his so his film were distributed all over the world. And um, I I done this uh, uh, boxer, you know the character or boxer, yes, and. Uh, See another, you know, another, another role, another. So I'm lucky because they they offer me many types of different roles, and you have to learn something from time to time. But the the, uh, the difference from Italy and uh, America is that uh, they don't send you to you know to to many places before you know acting and so. Uh, doing uh, like uh, boxer doing or progression, uh, you know. In America, it's different. Uh, you can uh, experiment. Uh, if you are, if you had a, a role of doctor, you're going to see many doctors, you know, and stuff like that. In Italy, possible they give you the the lines one week before, or otherwise, you know, two days before, and you have to be prepared. <laughs> Italian way, so I had to invent it, a lot of my stuff on myself, you know, watching movie, watching people. Uh, that was my uh, street uh, lesson, you know, to to watching people. Now I interviewed Sybil Danning because in this film with Lou Ferrigno, and it's called Hercules in 1983. Uh, Lou Ferrigno, I mean, was a very nice guy that time uh, I know he cannot uh, speak properly but you know um, me, you know I didn't I didn't stay with him a lot but you know I saw I saw the um, the person I was a nice very very nice person anyway and um, something happened in the, that uh, in some in some way I was uh, 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 Worried about the people who carry me because uh, I was um, I was playing the the role of this uh, king, King Exerodama. That uh, with my uh, queen we were uh, um, bringing on shoulder in uh, in a, uh, a skeleton portarella, um, uh, in the in the, well brought onto the shoulder. Yeah, but with the uh, skeleton stuff like uh, an like elephant, a like yeah, a, yeah, like a structure. But was you know because that was huge, they uh, they cannot because we were shooting in this small um, beach that was um, impossible to to go with any with any sort of uh, items there. So they had to discharge by a boat this huge. Um, Skeleton uh, Portantina, mm -hmm. I don't know, and um, because because of the water, start to be sucking water structure, and you can imagine, I was heavy, I was heavy, and the lady, and these ten people, I don't know, they 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 work like donkey. I suffer for them because they have to. <laughs> To walk for 50, uh, 50, 60 meters to shooting that, you know, and uh, I was sorry for them. Uh, I was comfortable, but uncomfortable for, you know, because I don't want people to suffer too much. <laughs> the expression was real. <laughs> that was... <laughs>
But I didn't know, you know, that time I didn't know was so famous or something like that in, uh, in America. Uh, my experience was uh, uh, the special effects. I ne- you know, I never saw something like that. You had to act a long time ago. You had to act like now. It's, it's more easy in the green, um, yes. blue screen or stuff like that. And, but that time you have to watch because he has to grow. He's become a giant. And we were acting like he, you know, you, you don't see anybody there, but you know, the director say, okay, you act, he's growing, he's growing, he's growing, and you have to, you know, express yourself like he's a huge, massive <laughs> person. <laughs> and when I saw the film, that was, you know, amazing. I didn't expect this special effect that uh, were new. Uh, mm-hmm. Normally it was digital, I don't know, the time. I saw this person came with um, a little bag and somebody say this, this and that, three t- uh, two, three points, and that's it. And at the end, you see this huge gigant that was Lu- Luferino Hawk. You know, it's, uh, Hercules growing was was huge. Was uh, fantastic anyway. Yeah, uh, you have another film in '83 as well called Hearts and Armor. You played a mercenary. What was your experience like in that film? Uh, Arch and Armour with um, Romos that became famous with the Syria in America. And he was um, uh, a mod- model, I say, the model. Yeah, a, model, a top model. Top model yeah. that time, America. Oh, Romos, the one from yeah, the yeah. Beautiful. Yes. Oh, that was. <laughs> that, that was, you know, was in a film, yeah, it's, it was, uh, I think, one of the first... Films he made, he made in Italy. Uh, Giacomo Battiato was the director, and uh, I was, you know, I was with this skeleton metal in my head, you know, Saracin, uh, Saracini, uh, the Moors, the Moors. I was a Moor. <laughs> Great experience, you know. That's uh, you, you now. You remember me all this film. That's. You know, I had the opportunity to make many roles, and uh, I'm pleased for that. Now, here's a film, two films that you're in, that you are now known as a horror icon. That is Demons and Demons 2. I love this film. It's a fan favorite. It has the American soundtrack in the first one. What was your experience like in that film. So um, the, the, the director called me for the, the second one. So that's, I, I knew that um, the, the first one uh, was uh, uh, a very big success all, all over the world. And, uh, but you know, I was still a modest, <laughs> modest actor <laughs> in some way because they offered me the second role. That's Italian, <laughs> the Italian way. <laughs> Fantastic, you know, because by yes, I was dead in the film. No, don't worry, don't worry. We get another role for you in the, the same Actually, show. nobody ever saw you dying. <laughs> yeah. no, don't worry, you know, you got another role. You know, you can be the brother or the, you know, don't. <laughs> okay, okay. So, I oh, you offer me good money, sir. Now and they said, no, no, you we we offer you less money this time because all the money gone for the special effects. Okay, okay, so, okay, I take it, I take it. 
I knew I knew for 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 them that uh, the the film was going very well all over the world and they make a lot of money for for that for that movie. But, but, you, but you realize how big it was only when you started going to conventions. Yeah. Now a few years ago, that you know we're going in, in America, and you uh, believe it. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't believe it. That's you know. I was uh, quite retired for for this film because uh, you know you think you you've done a lot of movies nobody will thought he had retired then he met me but in the second one um, for me it was more fun in some way because I knew the um, uh, Asia and um, Asia Argento. She was a little bit uh, uh, grow up and, uh, and the family, her family, and uh, um, Dario Argento too. And you know, it was different. Anyway, you you can call them family for that time. So we were talking more. We were, you know, we were um, uh, joking sometimes. You know. In some way, was, uh, it was more relaxed. More relaxed, yeah. It was more relaxed than the first one. But the first one was um, because it was the first one. We tried to do our best, you know, and, and with, the, with the leading actors there, uh, because I was I had the role, you know, but uh, 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 I was a character only. But they are, you know, the leading actors are the other two, Natasha Awi and uh, Barberini. Uh, they try, you know, they they didn't have a lot of experience movie. Um, only Natasha Holloway was she was well known, but we talking a lot about the characters with Barberini and um, and the other guy. We 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 became friends and like a small family. And every time before shooting, we were talking about you know about the characters, and so that's the film. That's what's happened at the time. You were in Urban Animals in 87 with Donald Pleasance. What was your experience like with Donald Pleasance? Uh, so I know I know him from um, uh, um, uh, Halloween. Halloween, yes. Yeah, it was the great. You know, but um, I, didn't, I didn't talk too much to him. It was different. He was a little bit distant in some way. And, um, you know, I... There are some actors like uh, Ferrer or Barbara Bach or others, you know, that's uh, Anthony Quinn, uh, Ernest Borgnine, you know, that's quite smart, quite more, um, uh, I feel more human in some way. (laughs) The Americans are better in some way because they are very, very friendly. That's what I saw. I saw in uh, in my career. So the, all the Americans, they you know, if they are all Hollywood actors, for the Italians are very huge. You know, you come from Hollywood, oh, you're huge. Even uh, John Savage, I, you know, I met him, and um, who dies? Uh, David David uh, David S David S David S also. You know, that's. Uh, Friend people, you know, they are very modest, really. On, uh, they're no diva when they, you know, when they met them on set and uh, uh, Vigo Mortensen. So also uh, fantastic. Yeah, they, they they respect your 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 job, you know, because they compare to them. But there are other others. I don't know. 
I don't know if it was a timid anyway, like me, <laughs> but <laughs> maybe is that what, you know, it was a little bit shy and possible. We didn't talk too much, but you know, I respect him because he, he, he is, uh, he was a, a big, big, huge actor. We're in the 90s now in 91, and you played a character of Detective Jackson in a film called Detective Malone. What was your experience like in that one? That was a combination of, the, that's the, in, in, in genius, the genius of the Italians. So he had some, <laughs> some, um, um, really, come si chiama, degli spezzoni, cinematografici, dei pezzi, they, they, they were already shooting another movie. Oh, oh, they, um, like, okay, what he's trying to say that they used leftovers from other films. <laughs> And they put, you know, the genius, they put together, they, you know, they get the story, they get the, the, uh, uh, the location, so already shooting in America or, you know, stuff like that. And they make a film, they invented a new story, and they make a film that was, you know, I was even surprised. I mean, my, my role was great. My role was great, a detective. It was, it was not bad. You also played in a film in 92 as a pathologist in a film, Circle of Fear. Ah, uh, Andolado, yes, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, I, I understand, I understand. I, I, I even, no, I think, I know he, he was um, uh, uh, an intellectual director mm-hmm. in some way, in Italy, consider. But you remember the film, Andolado? But it's not a big role anyway. It was, oh, okay. wasn't a small role. So I'm even, no. yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I've, I've, I even forgot. <laughs> it's 15 hours. <laughs> no, there are plenty of them, but, uh, yeah, like Warbus 2 and there are others that, uh, you going abroad, you became family with the, with the team, you know, the, of the cast and everybody there because you live in there. They are the best normally. Oh, don't worry. Scott yeah. has only got up to 92. He's got a few more. Ah, you few <laughs> Okay, okay. Tell, tell me about some other. Now we're in 1997 in a film called Soft Air. You played a character of Bobby. What was the experience like in that film? Any, any, any Italian, um, uh, how do you say, experiment possible. And that was, uh, an actor who became director. Uh, and now it changed name. It was an Italian name that they normally they change, you know, for, for try to sell abroad. Sorry, Scott, do you know the name of the director? No, but he changed, he changed in, in English. He is, is not in, oh, okay. yeah, because he's uh, Argentinian. Claudio Mazin, the name. The real name was Claudio Mazin. No, it doesn't say anything. But anyway, he, he got a role also in this movie. I think he's, um, he's one of the bad guys too. And uh, he directed the film. And I was a bad guy anyway. So action movie. Action movie. Sorry if I interrupt you guys. Yeah. But the, the thing is that um, uh, in 2005, I think it was, when, uh, when Bobby and I met, uh, because I, I, um, I'm friends with, uh, with his children. So um, uh, we started talking, and um, because obviously Bobby moved to the UK, and um, nothing from one thing to the other. And I said, okay, let's see who remembers you out there. And we started then going to conventions. And when, when we went to New Jersey, the Chiller, 
uh, great convention there. Uh, we met Joe Zazo, who's a great fan of Bobby's. Um, and uh, we were already uh, shooting some of the stuff that then we used for the web series Tony the Pimp. So Joe did um, um, a part in... Uh, in 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 one of the episodes where uh, we show the uh, uh, the gym for Hunk, uh, the gym instructor, and and Joe said, okay, as soon as you come through New York, uh, then Bobby has to be guest on my on my series. And I said, okay, deal done. <laughs> and that uh, was it. it. Yeah, that was it. So you you, you can continue now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Is that yeah, for me? Yeah, yes. My first short uh, was actually in 2004 because uh, I come from a TV career as a director. So when I started making films was late 2003. In 2004, I did my first short and it was presented at the Cannes Film Festival. And um, I did uh, another few. Then in 2007... I was invited um, by the Cuban government. I don't know if we can say these on uh, on an American uh, podcast, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I went to uh, to La Habana um, to direct a play at the National Theatre, and uh, and in that occasion, I worked on a, on on a short film, uh, which was a, a docudrama uh, with regards to the prostitution for tourists and stuff like that, and that. Um, later won uh, a few awards um, but uh, no it wasn't it wasn't the first one actually uh, uh, Tony the pimp the web series came uh, came to both uh, myself and uh, Jerry uh, who's my partner in crime when we when we deal with Bobby uh, <laughs> yeah because Jerry's got a very vivid imagination and uh, he's, a, he's a, a fan of Bobby's anyway so we, we came up with the idea because we wanted to kind of uh, say thanks to all Bobby's fans out there and the, all the support that they've shown Bobby since the, the very first day we began to uh, put stuff out there on Facebook. On uh, uh, you know, We started with MySpace, actually, when Facebook wasn't around yet. So <laughs> we wanted to, to say thanks to them. And, uh, and for that reason, when we, when we toured the U.S. with uh, different conventions, uh, we got in touch with uh, uh, various fans uh, who were either passionate about, about making films or within the industry in some way. And we managed to get loads of people collaborating on each of the episodes in different um, cities uh, around the U.S. And that was probably the best thing because um, uh, not only you are shooting a, a bit of a, a web series, but also for the fans, uh, having a chance to spend a whole day with Bobby was, uh, was I think, an incredible thing. Well, now, here's a new film that you guys are working on. I guess we can talk about it. It's 6 Dana 66 Godina. It's directed by you and written by Michael S. Rodriguez and yourself. Now, as you know, I interviewed Michael S. Rodriguez. That's how I got into uh, finding out about this project. What can you talk about, or if you can? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's no, it's no longer a secret. I mean, um, uh, the whole thing started actually last year because um, Bobby has a, a very uh, huge link with Serbia uh, for family and personal reasons. Um, and uh, I I went out there 
for uh, a nice occasion. And um, we started talking about the possibility of making a film out there. Uh, there had been a few horror films coming out of Serbia, very interesting. And um, so um, I was uh, completely... Uh, um, uh, caught by uh, one of the uh, uh, main stories around Serbia. Um, you know, when, when, when you go to a country for the first time and you don't know much about it and people start telling you stories, there's always one that catches you in, in a particular way. And uh, the one that caught my eye was the fact that uh, Serbia, uh, just um, um, uh, second only to Poland, had uh, its population completely decimated by the Nazis uh, during the Second World War. Uh, about 75% of the population was killed. And, um, and they have, you know, different shrines and museums and stuff like that. So, you know, for, for someone who has uh, a, a particular personal interest in, uh, in, the, in the horrors that the Nazi did around Europe at the time, uh, finding yet another country that has gone through that, uh, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, but the, the very incredible thing is that um, uh, Serbians still nowadays have got loads of uh, urban legends going around talking about uh, the ghost of um, Nazi soldiers. Um, you know, there's a, a whole very intricate story uh, going on at the moment. So this made, made my uh, fantasy run wild. Um, I came back at the end of August, and uh, by the end of October, the film was written. Uh, it was pretty much a, a, um, a catharsis for me. Uh, I, I just couldn't stop writing. And um, uh, because it, it, it was my first time writing horror, I definitely needed some help uh, with the gore stuff, because I really didn't know how to express myself in, in terms of gore. And um, um, I was already in touch with... Uh, with Michael, uh, because um, he had been working on a film, The Fallen One, and he wanted Bobby to star in it. So we, we were in touch. And uh, I really, really liked uh, the, the, the script for The Fallen One. So I, I called him and I said, listen, I need help with the gore in this film would you do it? And he said, yeah, yeah, why not? So we started collaborating, and uh, um, I, I know he takes it for a compliment, but um, uh, his mind is really twisted. <laughs> Amen. I know it. He, he, very twisted. Very twisted. But talented. <laughs> I mean, well, every time he would send me a scene of gore, I was like, how could he even think of that? <laughs> So it was really, really good, and um, and the result um, was uh, incredible. Uh, every person we send the script to, um, they have all reacted in uh, yeah. in an incredible way. It's a fantastic. Yeah. Um, they all, you know, they all relate to the to the script in a very personal and intimate manner. And uh, you know that was what um, what I what I was aiming for, and uh, I'm really happy that so far everybody has reacted in a very positive way to the film. Now, when you wrote it, uh, did you base the character around Bobby? Bobby's character was written uh, upon the description that Bobby gave me of one of his uh, um, neighbors. <laughs> oh my God, it's crazy! Really, really. <laughs> Oh, it's cool. So I had to kind of um, come um, come out with an hybrid between his neighbor and him. <laughs> so, 
But definitely the character's been written with Bobby in mind and only him. Uh, yes. That's that's one of the things that now we are in touch with different uh, production companies and, uh, you know, for the fundings and uh, the distribution and the sales. Uh, that was one of the main points for me. Uh, there are many, many variables in the, in the project, but there are only two constant uh, which are Bobby Rhodes and Miller at Kapoor. I mean, they are not going to be changed. Uh, if you want, I can send you the script so you can read it. Awesome. I would love to read it. I know Michael sent me a, a script of The Fallen One that I'm also reading. But thanks. Thanks a lot. Cool. Yeah, cool. It's very good. It's very good. We had, uh, we had uh, some investors, uh, but um, I'm afraid because of the uh, credit crunch, um, uh, a couple of them, they just came out of the equation. So uh, everything went back to... To scratch, and um, we we decided to to see whether or not the fans would like to uh, to participate, and we put the the project on Kickstarter, and then uh, many of the, the the fans on Bobby's Facebook page they they inundated Bobby with uh, several messages saying that Kickstarter's um, um, system wouldn't allow them to pledge donations. So all the credit cards were blocked and loads and loads of troubles for everyone. So um, we are actually going to post um, uh, next uh, a message to everybody to say, you know, we need to, to take the project off Kickstarter because, unfortunately, I have got in touch with them and they haven't come up with, with any solution whatsoever. They keep saying that uh, it's the, the, the people that are literally uh, stupid and they don't know how to use their own credit cards, and I can't accept They're idiots. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, we will definitely try and find another platform. But to be completely honest, we have at the moment uh, three different production houses interested in, uh, in the project. So um, the... The, the thing for me uh, was actually to use Kickstarter uh, uh, to make fans part of the project. Uh, you know, uh, in, in a way, even though you, you give 25 quid or, or like, you know, 50 quid or whatever, but in a way you are uh, well motivated because you are being part of the, the, the making process. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's a it gets a lot more interesting because it creates some uh, expectation and uh, and and it's so always good for the fans to be uh, there from from day one. Um, I don't know whether we're going to go with Indiegogo or uh, whatever else is out there because I still think that a small part of the uh, of the money should come from the fans uh, in order to make them part of the production-making process. I, I, I mean, what I liked about uh, Kickstarter was their policy of uh, not taking the money off people unless the the uh, the quote is reached. I like that because it's uh, uh, you know it guarantees transparency. Yeah. Uh, at least you fan that want to give money to my project, you know that if I don't reach the quote, your money has never left your card, which I think is very fair. Yes. It's a fair policy. Uh, the problem is that uh, um, if only that 
system work. Because uh, having uh, so many of Bobby's fans writing to him, I mean, Bobby's been calling me literally every night saying, another fan called me today on Facebook saying that they couldn't give me money. And it's really frustrating because they only give you 60 days to reach the quote. And uh, if, you, if you can't do it because of the system faults, uh, then uh, automatically it may appear to the fans as a, as a bit of a failure. And uh, it's not fair. It's not fair for someone who does it out of passion and that works his ass off on, on, a, on such a project. I, I definitely think we should go for some other platform and definitely in the new year because uh, uh, I mean uh, our luck is, is that uh, we, we also uh, probably uh, rushed in on, onto the Kickstarter uh, not considering the fact that we were going towards uh, the holiday season and also um, towards a season where they have loads and loads of uh, charity pledges and stuff like that and also you know the same day uh, we put we put it on Kickstarter, uh, the, the horrible thing uh, in Southeast Asia happened. So, you know, it's, uh, it's yeah. horrible. Uh, and we don't want to, uh, uh, to create any clash. You know, if people can give to charity, better they do it first, and then we can talk about film. So, Bobby, is there anything else that you want to mention that you're attached to or any projects down the road? Uh, well, you should, you should say that you... you uh, can... Yeah, 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 yeah. So we, we got also the, Span the Spanish film. No, you, you've written a film yourself. You should ah, say that. We're still at the, at the correction stages. Uh, Bobby's recent film, unfortunately. Is um, another horror film? But we're not going to say anything about <laughs> it because Bobby's <laughs> very, very, very private about it. Um, yes, there are uh, there are a few projects still in the pipeline. One possibly at the beginning of the new year uh, with a young Spanish director. Um, and that would be probably a good thing for Bobby because um, he would go back to action uh, again. Uh, then, That's true. You know, hopefully. <laughs> he, he can't, he can't action wait. Action and horror. Oh, he's or done, science fiction. He's yeah. done also a cameo in, uh, uh, in another uh, UK production, uh, um, which, funny enough, has got a French title, Le Accélérateur. Um, but it's a, it's a very particular project because it's all been done using uh, an original 70s Super 8 on black and white film, real film, and um, it follows, uh, the story is pretty much uh, um, following around uh, um, a Chinese uh, mafia guy who happens to meet loads of uh, very famous people and ends up uh, either fighting them or killing them. So it's, uh, it's quite a... Wow. That sounds very good, though. Sounds interesting. So, Bobby, the script that you're writing for your film, do you have a location? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The good location is still Serbia. Very cool. It's a, a paranormal horror film in some, in some way. It's, uh, it's not... Uh, I say a very low budget because there are some special effects inside the, you know, inside the story. But so I don't want to talk too much because, you know, because fingers, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. You but know, uh, one thing I have to say, since the very beginning, Bobby and I started to work together. Uh, he said to me, uh, "I want to work as much as possible with uh, with young filmmakers." 
um, it's one of his things uh, because he thinks that um, um, his name may help them and they, with their fresh ideas, may help him. So, you know, it's, uh, it's very adamant uh, to work with, uh, with young people because um, uh, for as much as we can think that it's been around for ages, but uh, Bob is actually a very young spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the old true. one between the two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and always <laughs> struck by the news that even on the Empire, uh, they did um, um, a list. They called the, uh, they called the 666 list of the best uh, horror characters in, uh, in all the films during the last few years. And uh, first of all, Tony the Pimp was at uh, 287 on 666, so it's actually incredible. Um, but also, when they mentioned Bobby, they even mentioned the web series, Tony the Pimp. So, you know, uh, it means that probably something good has been done so far. <laughs> Thank you for having us, and I'll, uh, I'll send you the script as soon as possible so that you can tell me what you think. Well, thanks, Bobby, uh, for your time for this interview, and same to you, Alex, for joining me today. It was a great interview. It's a, I had a great time, so you guys take care of yourself, and uh, keep in touch. Definitely. Thank you for calling. <laughs> Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.